The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday, presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. You know this. Five teams, seven years, awesome temp job in my 20s, primarily because it enabled me to get these media gigs I have. Thursday night, I'll be in the booth for Westwood One on the radio, Titans at the Steelers. Saturday in the booth for CBS Television, Ohio State at Rutgers, double dipping this weekend. Should be amazing, just like you guys are amazing. Those of you that spread the word via social media, any way you do it, at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod on TikTok or Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. I love those of you that do that. It helps us spread the word about what we're doing. Just engage in any way. Love those of you who take advantage of our sponsors, too. Anytime we tweet out the show or if you just go to rawsucker.com, click on that link, and you can go right to the Sponsors tab and see all the terrific sponsors that we have for you guys. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, a great way to check out the show. Logan Taylor is our patron of the week. Patreon.com slash RT Media. I'm on there pretty much every day like I was yesterday, engaging in some of the conversations. Some of you guys were complimenting my call of the Ravens-Cardinals game. I really appreciate that. It's fun. It's always fun to be on our private Slack channel just for us. Just like it's always fun to talk about every single team in the NFL, including your team. But first, it's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross. Well, the Lions beat the Raiders in Monday Night Football, but frustration continues to build in Las Vegas following the loss. Well, first of all, the, the Lions dominated that entire game. I, I mean, what was the final score? Like 26-14? It was not even close to being that close. That's actually the most lopsided 12-point margin in NFL history. The Lions had almost 500 yards of offense, the Raiders had like 150. I mean, it was 
an absolute brutal showing by the Raiders in prime time. They're very fortunate Marcus Peters got that pick six that kind of kept them in it. I mean, the Lions were marching up and down the field, Jack. But then they would get like in the red zone and there'd either be penalties or the Raiders would make a nice play. So they had their first three scores were all field goals. You know, this awesome Lions offense, which was really impressive, kept having to settle for field goals the first three times. And then the Raiders, I don't know how they did this, Jack. The Raiders had one legit drive where it felt like they just handed the ball to Josh Jacobs every play and went all the way down the field for a touchdown. That was actually low-key awesome drive by the Raiders. I thought, okay, Raiders. I mean, their O-line like took over. They're just grinding out on the road. That was it. Uh, the Lions finished the first half strong with another touchdown for Sam Laporta. How about these Lions rookies? Are you kidding me? Sam Laporta? Jameer Gibbs had the night of his life. He is electric and was fantastic with David Montgomery out. You see why Jameer Gibbs got drafted as high as he did. He just has another gear. He's explosive. He was awesome in this game. Obviously, the linebacker Jack Campbell is playing well. Not as well as my boy Alex Anzalone. Jack, how about Anzalone, man? I mean, two sacks, flying all over the place, making plays. Could not be more proud of Alex and what he's doing. But really, I mean, the only thing that kept the Raiders in it was Jared Goff made a terrible throw on a pick six. I think Amon Ross St. Brown turned his route up and Goff was going to keep coming back for the ball. And so that's, that's how it looks like that. Kudos to Peters for that. And, I mean, the Lions even had a controversial uh, fumble on Craig Reynolds on the goal line, which was hilarious. The refs didn't see it, so they just said, okay, yeah, it's a fumble. If you don't see it, you can't say it's a fumble. He was clearly down unless he was levitating an inch above the ground. What are we even talking about here? Anyway, um, the only other thing I'd say is Aleem McNeil had a great game, terrific game for the Detroit Lions at D-Tackle. I'll have more to say about the Raiders in a little bit. What I do have to say right now is the game time app is incredible. You know, this might be the sponsor that you guys have taken advantage of the most. I get an email, probably one a day, maybe two, from you guys to Ross at RossTucker.com with you telling me the tickets that you got on the game time app. So legit. I usually don't do a game um, the weekend of like the SEC Championship, Big Ten Championship. I just got tickets for that Friday night to a concert, thanks to the Game Time app. I don't know if I'm going to tell you guys which one. I don't need all the paparazzi and everybody to be there, all the groupies. Anyway, you can honestly see exactly where your ticket would be. And you can see all kinds of different available seats. I'm obsessed with this thing. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code ROSS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, so again, create an account and redeem code ROSS for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. It's time for the all-important Power Rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... All right, Ross, 32nd is the Chicago Bears. That was a really, really poor performance by the Bears. Clearly, 
They go out on a Sunday night and get dominated by the Chargers. Looks like Tyson Bagent will start again this week for them. You know, I think that they are curious to see what they have in Bagent. He wasn't that bad against the Chargers. He's not the biggest reason why they lost that game. So I think they're going to continue to see what they have in Bagent for about as long as they can see what they have in Bajan. I think they'll keep pushing the Justin Fields thing back because it probably doesn't make real a whole lot of sense to put him out there unless they feel like he's 100%. They already have a pretty good feel, I think, they think, for what they have in Fields. 31st is the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals are making a quarterback change. You know, they're competitive. I mean, that, that game I called on Sunday, they only lost by a touchdown to the Ravens. Now, the Ravens beat them, you know, by more than that, and they got an onside kick and all that. But you know what? The Cardinals at least fight every week, stay in these games. They're competitive. But now they're either going to go with Kyler Murray or Clayton Toon at quarterback this week. So essentially, Josh Dobbs is being benched. So either go with the rookie Toon or Kyler Murray as soon as he's ready. They just got to see by the end of the week if they feel good enough putting him out there. You know, I mean, look, it'll be nine practices for him in this new offense, which that's asking a lot. Coming off an ACL, nine practices. Hey, good luck. Here's the Cleveland Browns on the road. 30th is the Carolina Panthers. They got to win, though, man. They needed that so bad. We talked about it last week. They needed that so bad. Bryce Young did some really positive things. The defense played better. That's why I'm moving them up a little bit. They look like they're coming out out of the bye better. And at least they got that that first win and, and the monkey off their back a little bit for Frank Reich in Carolina and Bryce Young. And to do it against C.J. Stroud and the Texans, that was big. How the mighty have fallen. The Packers are now all the way down 29th. There is some positive news out of Green Bay, which is that Rashawn Gary, their outstanding edge rusher, announced that he signed a four-year, $107 million extension with the Packers, over $32 million signing bonus. Really happy for Rashawn. He negotiated that himself, I believe. I think he represents himself. But that was big, man. I mean, that's big for him and his family. He... Of course, I think tore his ACL last year. So to bounce back from that, all the rehab, everything that goes into that, to play that well, I really feel good for him to get that life-altering contract. Good for him. He deserved it. As for the Packers, you know, they're trying to equate this year to the Aaron Rodgers first year as a starter and hope that that makes them feel better. I would say the difference is Aaron Rodgers looked pretty good that year. I don't know that Jordan Love is. 28, New York Giants. Giants are making moves. We got a bunch of teams making moves. First of all, all of a sudden, I don't understand. There was reports last week that Daniel Jones wouldn't be cleared until week 10. And then after Tyrod Taylor gets hurt, he's out of the hospital, by the way, thankfully. He stayed overnight. It's a little bit scary to me. Now Daniel Jones is cleared for contact. And we'll start against the Raiders. Good team to start against, by the way. And the Giants are trading D-line Leonard Williams to the Seahawks for 2024 second-round pick and 2025 fifth-round pick. Now, the Giants are eating most of Leonard Williams' contract. The Seahawks are just paying him the minimum. So it tells you a couple things. 
The Giants realize they're not going anywhere this year, and they don't think that Leonard Williams is going to be on the team next year anyway. So to get second-round pick and fifth-round picks, they think helps fortify the ranks. I'm okay with that. Although Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence were like the biggest reason why the Giants were, were even competitive on defense. So I understand why they did it, but I'm not going to be out here praising them as much as everybody else is. And then for the Seahawks, they're all in, man. They, they realize with the Niners losing three in a row, they get a great chance to win that division. And then they probably think, especially getting Leonard Williams, they're as good as anybody as it relates to the postseason and trying to get to the Super Bowl. I love it. I mean, Geno Smith and the Seahawks believe that they're good enough to go to the Super Bowl. And you know what? I, I kind of agree with them. Continuing the trend of dominant 2010 teams, 27th is the New England Patriots. Wow, man. Yeah, I mean, they lose by two touchdowns at home, or I'm sorry, against the Dolphins. They had that one win. Who did they beat the week before? That's, I, I don't know. Oh, oh the Buffalo trying... Bills. Yeah, the Bills. And the Buffalo. What a loss by the Bills. Man, that's brutal. And now the Patriots lose Kendrick Bourne, Jack, to a torn ACL. He was the guy, like, actually doing stuff and playing well for them. No bueno, man. Not Not good. Feels like a lost year for the Patriots. Curious to see what happens with them at the end of the season. Following last night, 26th is the Las Vegas Raiders. So I'm gonna I usually save these for Wednesday, but I, I'm gonna make the this my Labatt take of the week. It's presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Canadian Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Raiders fans deserve better than this. Are you kidding me? I mean, look at the quotes after the game from Devontae Adams, from Josh Jacobs. This is about as bad as I've ever seen it, and it can all be traced to Mark Davis's decision to fire Rich Bisaccia and Mike Mayock, even though they made the playoffs and were in the red zone against the Super Bowl-bound Bengals, despite the fact that that they'd all the Gruden emails that year and what happened with Henry Ruggs. Bisaccia should have gotten a contract extension. This is karma for Mark Davis and the Raiders organization for putting up their nose to Rich Bisaccia, right? They, they were too good for Rich Bisaccia and Mike Mayock. You had to bring in somebody from the Patriots. You had to bring in Josh McDaniels. And now they're an absolute disaster for the second year in a row, that Monday night performance was embarrassing. I know a bunch of Raiders fans, and they are diehard. They deserve better than this. 25th, LA Rams. Well, the Rams are kind of going in the wrong direction here now. They're, they're banged up. They don't have the pieces when they have injuries like this to really be able to sustain on either side of the ball. They got hammered in that game by the Cowboys. You know, I was feeling better about the Rams a little bit earlier in the year. 24th, then for Broncos. Broncos are moving on up. Maybe Sean Payton can coach. Huh? Was that back-to-back wins, I think? And they certainly took it to the Chiefs. They're playing so much better on defense. This is like one of the all-time 180s for a team, Jack, on one side of the ball or the other. It's incredible what they're doing on that side of the ball. 
23rd, Tennessee Titans. Well, it's Will Levis time. I'm looking forward to seeing them up close and personal on Thursday night. You know, short week for Levis to prepare. We'll see if they make any more trades today, right? There was some thought after the Bayard trade that maybe you could get DeAndre Hopkins, maybe you could get Derrick Henry. I don't know, the way Levis played in that last game and the way people are excited about the Titans again now, I don't know if they will trade anybody else today. We'll have to see. Today, by the way, is Halloween. Happy Halloween. I'm very much looking forward to trick-or-treating with my daughter tonight, even though it'll be freezing. And also, happy NFL trade deadline. It's a big day. 22nd, Indianapolis Colts. That was not a good performance by them. That that was a disappointing loss, the way they kind of got it taken to them. But Jonathan Taylor still did some positive things. I'm a little disappointed right now, I'd say, in the Colts defensively. Kind of expected more from them there. But they are still running it pretty well. They just, uh, it looked to me like they were still shell-shocked from that loss to the Browns. 21st, New Orleans Saints. Oh, when the Saints, oh, when the Saints come marching in, come march. Oh, when the Saints come marching in. So, that was by far their best performance on offense this year. The question now for the Saints is whether or not they can somehow sustain that level of performance or at least play like that moving forward. Carr looked good. Rashid Shaheed is a big play, dude. They, they have a chance. 20th, Houston Texans. Not a great performance for them coming off the bye, especially on offense. Carolina had not been stifling people like they were able to stifle C.J. Stroud and company. Commanders at 19th. Can you imagine how frustrated the commanders must be with the way they're able to play against the Eagles, but they just can never, they, they can't win the game. Although they beat them last year. They were the only people to beat Jalen Hurts last year. But that has to be maddening if you're a commander's player. And they're a team to watch here now at the trade deadline. 18th is Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They feel like they're going in the wrong direction. Still competitive, still pretty good, both sides of the ball. You know, they were still, they still had that Hail Mary. Like, they're there, but doesn't feel like they are a, uh, a real contender, although it doesn't really feel like anybody in the NFC South is a real contender. Speaking of the NFC South, Atlanta Falcons, 17. Falcons in the news on a couple different levels, Jack. Number one, Grady Jarrett, their D-tackle, torn ACL, awful, absolutely awful. He is a fantastic football player, their best football player, arguably, on defense. So as a result, the Falcons know they need somebody so they traded for Kentavious Street. So they're giving up a 2024 six-round pick. It's conditional, but six-round pick as long as he plays in six games, which you would imagine that he would, for a 2025 seventh-round pick and, and to get Kentavious Street. So Eagles move the pick up a year and up a round for a guy that with Tui Pelotu back, you know, Street really wasn't going to get that many reps anyway for the Eagles, and so they feel like they're getting some some value out of this, and the Falcons really need somebody at this point. Halfway mark, the Chargers at 16. Go, Chargers, go, San Diego, Super Chargers, San Diego, Chargers! Man, the, that, the high note is what really gets me 
Jack. Now that we're on all these different video platforms and people checking us out all the time on YouTube. Chargers! Yeah, that doesn't look good. Don't ever post that. That was uh, that was impressive, right? I mean, they, you know, I know the Bears aren't great, but they came out and beat the Bears. You know what? We got to see whether or not they can kind of get some momentum going now for L.A. At 15 is the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. So, um, I'll be really curious to see what they do today. Really curious. They obviously have people coming out of the woodwork that want to play quarterback for the Vikings. Uh, I don't know what they'll end up doing. I mean, there's guys, I guess they could try to trade for like a Jameis Winston, a Jacoby Brissett. You know, there are guys they could trade for if they thought they were better than, you know, Nick Mullins and Jaron Hall. I don't know. I mean... I guess I kind of feel like the Lions are going to win that division anyway. You might as well just find out what you have in Jaron Hall and get a better draft choice on some level. That's just tough. That, that doesn't go over real well in the locker room because those guys are playing well and winning, and they, they want to try to make a run at this thing. 14th is Pittsburgh Steelers. Here we go. Somebody requested this in an email. They either they, It was either like a YouTube comment or they uh, YouTube comment, or they took advantage of a sponsor just so that when we do the Steelers and the Power Rings, I would go, here we go. Dun, dun, dun. Do you know that one, Jack? I don't. It's not that well known. It's like the Steelers uh, fight song. Here we go. Anyway, that was a really, really bad day for them. To lose by double digits to the Jags at home to lose Minka Fitzpatrick, to lose Kenny Pickett. They're leaving the door ajar for him to play Thursday night. Highly doubt it. Short week with that injury. Uh, my guess is they'll give him the 10 days after that to heal and get better. New York Jets, 13. Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable that the Jets are here, given everything else that's happened. And Zach, Zach Wilson's playing better, and their defense is awesome. 12th is Cleveland Browns. They were right there, man. I mean, that was a pretty good performance, I thought, at Seattle without Deshaun Watson still. P.J. Walker has given them a chance to win every game. Cincinnati Bengals at 11. Here they come. I mean, to go on the road, that was really impressive. I'd say both sides of the ball against the Niners. You know, the Bengals came out of that bye week with momentum. Feels like they're on a roll. Tenth is the Buffalo Bills. Bills sign running back Leonard Fournette, so they're making moves. You should make moves, Jack, and get some Labatt Blue Light. It's delicious. Drink it with your friends. Live life to the power of we. Always enjoy it responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Nine, San Francisco 49ers. Nine. That is wild that the Niners are dropping like flies right now, but what else is there to say? I mean, they've lost three games in a row. 
it's not like a fluke thing against Cleveland now. Now that they've lost three in a row, and now it's a a full on trend. Eight Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? See if they do anything today. That was, you know, the Cowboys. I feel like either lose or blow the other team out. You know, it's like it feels like there's almost no in between. They've had a bunch of blowouts. Now they got a huge game against the Eagles. That'll be awesome. Seven Seattle Seahawks. We mentioned the move that they made earlier to get Leonard Williams. Seahawks are legit, really all all over the place, both sides of the ball. I love their aggressiveness. Six is the Detroit Lions. Um, I said before the year, remember, Jack? I said I could see the Lions or the Seahawks, dark horse teams going to the Super Bowl, looking pretty good on that one because they absolutely can. Both those teams can. Fifth, Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, they are obviously playing at a really high level. They got to be, I mean, they've won five in a row. They're going to be my uh, team I'm riding with this week. It's brought to you by Wrangler, made for the ride of life. Save 15% on your first Wrangler.com order with promo code ROSS15. I don't know what the Jags found in London, but they found it. I mean... Travis Etienne has been electric. They've won five games in a row. You go on the road and beat the Pittsburgh Steelers by double digits. That's really impressive. Their defense, led by Foyer Aluakun and the guys, they're flying all over the place. Super impressed by the Jaguars. I'm riding with those guys right now. Fourth, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins got it back on track. Three, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs at three. They're not often this low, but that was not an impressive loss. Really nice job by the Broncos. Chiefs are still fine. It was just one game, but, man, that looked ugly. Two is the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are on a roll now. They've won several games in a row. Not quite as impressive against the Cardinals as they were against the Lions, but still, they still smashed the Lions the week before. Ross's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... And number one, Philadelphia Eagles. Curious to see whether or not the Eagles will do anything else before the trade deadline. I don't really feel like they need to, but they might. I'll be talking about that on my daily Ross report, where I talk about the Philadelphia Eagles for a minute or less on every social media platform. They got the best record in the NFL. They've won several games in a row. Right now, I got them number one in my power rankings. I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out MyFrontPageStory.com. Tomorrow, it's November which means it's your time to go ahead and think about what holiday gift you're going to get for your loved ones. There is none better than MyFrontPageStory.com. Shoutouts as well for BackOfficeSchedule.com, Go-Bangles.com, SteakhouseSports.com, HumanHeadNYC.com, Sportaculture, or Pizza Boy Brewing.